Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right. Today is Saturday, June 13. Uh, it is a little after 9 a.m. in the morning. Uh, me and my man Gilberto, and this is his call. We're doing the top 20 differences between men and women. We're on the, from 11 to 20 today. And, um, you know, we were just uh, clearing, and one of the things I had brought up was that he might be interested in listening to these recordings and then write down what he get out of it. And then three, six months later, you know, that he does the same thing and write down what he gets the next time because he'll be in a different place because we both know how that works and whatnot. And so... I don't know if he's actually going to do it, but I'm putting it here so that when you do listen to this recording, you are reminded of it because this way you've got it in existence because you and I both know that conversations disappear. So having conversations on recording means it ain't disappearing, you know? <laughs> mm, yeah. Right. So that, that's, you know, that's, that's one of the main reasons why I like to record the sessions because, you know, man, you, uh, programs disappear, trainings disappear, conversations disappear, unless you record them. <laughs> you don't disappear. Yeah. So, so anyhow, what do you remember from uh, last week, or have any breakthroughs from last week, or anything at all from you know between the last time we talked uh, about this and now? Anything stand out? It's still, this is what stands out that that we both communicate different. Uh-huh. And there, and ever since the call, you know, there's stuff I'll see on the internet, like on Facebook or um, on other other little social media things, mm. where it talk, it, you know, it's like a little comic comic strip of, of how how men do things and how women do things. Yeah. And there's this one one picture of uh, a guy who goes into a store, mm. like it's a straight line, goes, gets pants, leaves. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Then a woman goes here, and then you see all these squiggly lines all over the store. Yes. All these squiggly, 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 squiggly lines all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and then, then finally buys whatever. No, doesn't want to buy what she came to get. Leaves. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like, okay, we do things different. Yeah. <laughs> Funny man. <laughs> so, um, you remember Onik Oliver? Onik. Yes. If I'd seen her, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was married to her for a while. And um, we, um, she, one of the great things that I got out of my relationship with her um, was that she had me do lots of other work besides Landmark. I probably would just have been a Landmark junkie had it not been for her. Yes. But uh, we did Wisdom together in 2004, and then we did... Um, uh, the Millionaire Mind Intensive. She got me to do the Sterling Men's Weekend. She uh, got me around PAX programs, Celebrating Men, Satisfying Women. And, well, I didn't do that one. I, uh, I think I did production around um, a couple of the co-ed courses, though. Um, what else? Um, uh, 
I also did uh, personal dynamics, which really is life spring. She even got me into Scientology, man. She's like, she she goes all over the place trying to find out who's got the good stuff, and if she hears about, it, she's doing it. You know what I mean? And so, uh, and and so, um, you know, I'm bringing this up because we had did this program called uh, um, Understanding Women 101: Unlocking the Mystery, and this was in 2004, I think. Yeah. Anyhow, one of the things they talk about is exactly what you said. You know, uh, men go to buy shoes. And, you know, on the way to the shoes, you know, he's with his woman, and she's like, oh, look at this shirt. And he'll be like, but those, that's not shoes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So um, I remember after coming out of that, out of that program, because it was on the uh, east side, the Hotel uh, Millennium, whatever that is, cross street from the U.N. building, on 44th Street or 45th, whatever it was, 44th. Anyhow, we walked back to Grand Central because she lived in Brooklyn, and uh, we lived in Brooklyn. And she wanted to get a cake for her son whose birthday was that day or the day after or something like that, like right around there, right? So we go into the bakery. You know the bakery that's on Grand Central uh, on the uh, Lexington Avenue side, the big one, right? Okay. You familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know there's various places, but okay. Yeah, yeah. There's one upstairs. It's, you know, it's, it's right by the 4 or 5 train, 4 or 5, 6 train uh, in the center, but it's upstairs, not downstairs. Right. Anyhow, you go inside, and it's this huge bakery, it's long, not really wide. We walk in from the Lexington Avenue side, and she's looking for a cake, but then she stops at this counter. And, you know, Allison Armstrong, she's like, put your hand on her, touch her, because that'll get her attention, right? Because a man's hands on a woman, the energy and the touch or feel of it is the strongest thing in the room for her. All right, so I put her hand, my hands on her and say, no, cake. And then, you know, so she moves over. She's oh, okay, okay. And then we move, we walk some more, and then she moves over to this side, looks at some donuts. No, no, cake. And then she's oh, okay. And then she looks over here because she sees, you know, some strudels or something, like, you know, cookies or something. No, cake. And she's a foodie on top of it, right? She's a chef. So, like, I had to pull her away five times before we finally get to the cake, and then it took her forever to find a cake. What you just said about the squiggly line in the store was exactly what I just saw, and I just got finished being told it just before we went to the store. I was cracking up the whole time, bro. It was hilarious, man. But that's how women are, man. Yeah, they go all over the place. <laughs> yeah, and they wonder why we're so narrow-minded, you know, because we're focused for crying out loud. Yeah. Anyhow, um... Yeah, thank you for letting me uh, share that because that, that was a funny one, man. That was hilarious while I was going to matter of fact, she even had to laugh at herself after a while. Like, come on, no, no, cake. Yeah, cake, cake. <laughs> birthday cake, come on, birthday, come on. Get out of here. So, um, uh, yeah, so I totally get that. Anything else come up for you? No, that, that ever, since, ever since the call, I've been noticing, noticing yeah. things like that. Yeah. yeah no, noticing those differences. Yeah, well, the biggest thing I want you to notice, keep present forever because you'll never overemphasize it. You, it's not possible to overanalyze it or overlook for. You know, like it's, 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 it's not possible to pay too much attention to how scared women are. Yeah. You know, their safety and security needs. It's more that they're worried about safety and security than they're scared, but scared is right there. It's, yeah. it's, it's, man, it's, 
<laughs> and every step they take is like, am I safe? Am I secure? Am I safe? Am I secure? Every step is the left foot is, am I safe? The right foot is, am I secure? I swear to God, it's like that. That's, if you can remember that, then you can start seeing what has them feel safe, what has them feel secure. And I've got a concept that I use uh, that helps me a lot called, I think I said it to you, right? Take away, give back. Did I tell you that? Take away what? Take away, now what? Not to get back. Take away, now what? Did, okay. did, I, did I tell you that one? I, I talked about that last week, I think. Take away, take away now what? doesn't sound familiar, but go ahead. All right, I'll tell you. So women are always looking for what's the problem because they need to see the problem so they can feel safe once they know that problem is resolved. We don't worry about problems. We, we're solution-oriented, so we know we can come up with a solution, so we don't worry about problems. Now, women are unhappy. When women complain, to us it sounds like they say we're not being successful. What they're really saying is that we're not making them feel safe and secure. Please make me feel safe and secure. I'm counting on you because I know you're capable of making me feel safe and secure. So when a woman complains, I don't hear failure. Now, don't get me wrong. I could hear failure, but i got to remind myself, for her, it ain't got nothing to do with failure. So what I do is, you know, I'll hear somebody, I'll hear her complain, and I'll be like, uh-huh, yeah, all right, you got me on that one, but you ain't never going to say that shit to me ever again. Fuck that. I'm taking that away. I'm taking away that complaint, that complaint is disappearing, and then now what? <laughs> that's going now what? All right, that's going now what? And then what happens is, after a while, you know, you can get to where you could have days and possibly even weeks where they got nothing to complain about. And when you're with a woman that's got nothing to complain about, then you um, uh, are going to have a girl that sounds just like a woman that just like what Sydney Lauper says, you know. Girls just want to have fun. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take away all of their fears and their concerns and their safety and security worries, all that's left is they want to have fun. They want to giggle. They want to shop. They want to dance around. They want to have sex. But if they got any worries, nah, they ain't doing none of that, man. Maybe shop. <laughs> you know, maybe. <Yeah. laughs> right? So, you know, the idea is to not listen to their complaints as if there's something wrong with you. They will eventually come to the point where they think there's something wrong with you if you don't pay attention to their complaints. But the thing that's wrong with you is not that you're failing, it's that you don't know how to make them feel safe and secure. So I guess it wouldn't matter what what line what what's the word I want to say? Like she could be the type of woman who, like a secretary, doesn't make much money, mm-hmm. as a brand, and also like say a woman who's a millionaire. Yeah. Either way, the equation still comes to the same conclusion. They all they all just want to be all safe. Right and secure. And secure. Yeah. Like they're, you know, left, they're, 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 they're the, you know, they're the two sides of the same hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same, like it doesn't matter what walk of life they are, it's always the same. Right. Right. How can they be more secure or even more secure? So a woman will leave a man alone because they can see that he doesn't know how to make them feel safe and secure. 
If they throw a man away, it's like I'm not attracted to him and he doesn't understand me. And if you don't understand a woman, that's a safety and security concern because she knows she won't be able to communicate with you. And if she can't communicate with you, then you won't understand her concerns and then she won't feel safe. So she can't be with that. A woman with a man who does not know how to be, how to make her feel safe and secure, doesn't understand her, for her, it's like being in a relationship with a rapist. They can't do it. Can't. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just too dangerous. It's just just too uncomfortable. It's just too, uh, like that. So, you know, so, you know, we talk about Monique. Monique was was concerned that you couldn't keep up with her. You couldn't figure her out. You couldn't see what she needed. So as far as she was concerned, you were blind, and that's what killed it. We're not having you blind anymore. We need you to be able to read women's minds. They can't read their own minds. So you, that's why players are so good at playing, because they can see through women at least enough to get what they want, maybe not to understand them fully and take care of them for life, but they understand them well enough to get the pussy and keep it, keep it going, you know, and juggle them around. And, you know, they don't know what it is that they're doing, but what they, they keep noticing what they do is working. Like players are good at learning lessons, not necessarily understanding women really. That they're good at learning what works and what doesn't. Like they're 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 excellent testers, you know, market research analysts, kind of like that. You know, oh, that worked last time. I'm gonna do that shit again. Watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, that didn't work. I better not do that shit no more. That didn't work. Fuck that. And you know, that's how players get to be because they're learning the game, not the players. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they know what works and what don't, but they still don't know women. They just know what works and what don't to get them, not to keep them, not to relate to them, not to take care of them, but just to get them and do with them what they want to do. So uh, I I was shocked when I found that out. I was like, damn, I've been having sex with all these women. I still don't understand them. How can I not understand them? took me a while to get that one, man. Now I understand them. It's one of the reasons why I don't feel like playing. I understand them too well now. You know, I don't want to go there. But you know, that's just that's just me. So, so anyhow, um, now that we're there, we can start um, into the session. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really want to stress that because I could never say it too much because you'll you don't think from that. You got to kind of like, you know, you don't speak you know, Swahili, right? So once you learn Swahili, you start being around Swahili people, you got to remind yourself they don't speak English. Yeah. Right? So you got to remind yourself with women that they don't speak the the language of success. They don't hear it. They think it's childish. They don't get it. And so, because they ain't trying to win. Because in their world, you know, competing means murder. They don't. They don't compete for for the pride, for the skill development, for the camaraderie. They compete because they're trying to eliminate the competition. If the competition for them is a uh, safety and security concern, it ain't that thing that we do. They want to. They want to eliminate everything that's not going to have them feel safe or not going to be all about them. So they can never say it too much. I just really, really want to stress that. So. 
All right. Mm. Do you remember what was the last thing we talked about? Last thing, last thing, last thing, last thing. I know it was the, the I remember it was the tenth. It was tenth out of the twenty. Yes. Okay. I good. I don't. I don't remember what the tenth was though. Yeah, it was. Uh, okay, great. That women are undisciplined and men are disciplined. Okay. Women, you know, are. Um, uh, I'm gonna review. The t- I'm gonna review the ten, and then I'm gonna go into eleven like that. I'm gonna review it. So mm-hmm. I re- reviewed safety and security issue versus success. That's the, that's it drives everything. Uh, second thing is that women are emotional, men are rational. We bury our emotions so that we can take action because we need to be action-oriented. And women are emotional, and so they live in a world of feelings and all of that stuff. That's pretty obvious. Stuff. We don't understand it, but that's how it goes. Right? Next, women are multitaskers, men are single-focused. You know, mm-hmm. women, yeah. women can see everything in the room at the same time. They just can't focus on anything in particular. That's the come they circle around, like you said, squiggly lines in the store. Mm-hmm. But they're multitaskers. They see everything. And so, you know, what happens is everything in the room, everything in an, in, in an environment calls a woman's attention. And every person in their life indic- tells them or indicates to them how they need to be and act, whereas their environment tells them what to do. Like, women are externally motivated, externally stimulated. They get stimulated by the outside world. And so that's why they're multitaskers, because the world, outside world's got lots of stuff got to go on, and they're looking at all of that stuff, and they're like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? And so they start circling around, and they circle around 15 times until the whole room is straight. <laughs> Crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, it's a good thing that they're, they're multitaskers because they got to be able to take care of kids, man. I mean, yo, you got to be really paying attention to have You don't have any yeah, children? Yeah. No. Yeah, 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 no, dude. You know, being a parent, <laughs> you got to have some strategies for your kids, man. You really do, you know. So uh, the fact that that's what they do, you know, it's important they be able to handle lots of things at the same time. They can't stop taking care of their life in order to take care of the kids alone. Can't. So, um, anyhow, we're single focused because we're out there accomplishing stuff, big enough stuff that they can't do, that, you know, right? So, like that. And uh, next is that uh, they're communicators. They do a lot of talking. Well, we ain't got time to talk. We're too busy doing stuff. So, we're doers. They're communicators. Um, you know, they're also problem oriented. Um, you know, they focus on the problem. If you want to understand who a woman is, especially when you first meet her, listen to her complaints. And she will tell you who she she is, and then you can decide do you want to deal with her complaints or not. Because they only complain about what they don't want to have happen. That's what they're committed to, resolving their complaints. So they'll complain. And, then, you know, let them complain. Let them talk. Because they'll tell you, you know, I like I don't like guys that do this. What they're telling you is they like guys who do that. You know what I mean? Whatever it is they say they don't like, they like the opposite, you know. So, um, yeah, listen to them. Let them complain all they want. Matter of fact, get them to complain more because you want to hear what they're talking about. Mm. You want to hear what they like, but you can only hear what they like inside of what they don't like. So they're problem-oriented, you're solution-oriented, which pisses them off sometimes because we're like, well, what's the problem? This is video, man, called, uh, <laughs> it's called, um, uh, it's not about the nail. You ever saw that? Not about the nail? Nail, yeah, like, you know, hammer, nail, nail. Uh, oh, that, a nail, okay. 
not about the nail. You got to look that up. It's a one minute, 42 seconds or 43 seconds. Hilarious. I'll tell you so that you can see it. But this is perfectly like women. They'll have a problem. They'll complain to you about the problem, but they don't want you to help solve the problem. If you can just listen to them, they'll deal with their own problem, as long as you can feel their feelings like that. That's not all the time, every single woman, but you should start there and then see what happens rather than hurry up and offer them solutions. Because if you offer a woman solutions before she actually gets gotten, <laughs> she's going to think you don't care, she's going to ignore you and be pissed off, and then she's going to think you don't so ain't paying enough attention so you can't make her safe and secure. Why am I with this guy? goes down this dark tunnel, you see. So uh, it's not about the nails. It's about a woman who's got a nail in her fucking forehead. She's complaining about how it's affecting her life. Her guy wants to help her with the with the nail, and she keeps giving him a hard time. See, you're not listening to me. It's not about the nail. It's hilarious, bro. Not about the nail. You got to look that one up, man. Not about the nail. <laughs> not about the nail. <laughs> and then they go to kiss. And she smashes him in the head with a nail. And he's like, see? And she's like, don't you? <laughs> because that's what the relationships look like. That's why it's so hilarious about about the nail. Oh, man. Anyhow. So, that. yeah, it's not about the nail, bro. It's not. It really is not. So, uh, yeah, we got solutions, but they call us Mr. Fix-its. You know, we call, we're call we fixing guys because we're not listening to their feeling rather than letting them sit there and suffer with their fucking nail in the head, right? So, you know, but it's an opportunity for you to be a hero. You listen to her. A lot of times what we need to do for women is not even as hard as you would think. If we just listen to them and take away their safety and security concerns and make sure they have orgasms, that's almost all there is for you to do. That's almost all there is. It's, all, it's really almost that simple. But anyhow. We're going to go into, uh, you know, the rest of the stuff. So, yeah, problem-oriented they are, solution-oriented we are. They're gatherers, which explains why they, you know, futz around in stores like that um, because they can't guarantee that their guy is going to be around. It's like DNA-oriented in them. Um, they, they gather because they need to know the details because they can't kill bears and, and, you know, deer and like that. So they need to be able to deal with fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. And they, they're safety and security concerns come up with that they have to have formulas that they know and can guarantee work, whether it's, you know, shopping or whatever, particularly around shopping and gathering stuff. So they're gatherers rather than hunters. So that that our cartoon you, you, you saw is exactly what this is, gatherers, hunters. Gatherers move around and try to decide and assess Hunters, go get it, come back, that's it. Um, women are indirect. Um, they talk indirectly. They won't tell you that they're scared. They're too scared to tell you that they're scared. And they're too indirect because they're over there trying to outthink, outfigure out, and not commit. Women don't want to commit because if they commit, they'll be so committed it'll be scary. Um, so they don't want to commit because they don't want to commit to something that they, that's going to have to be unsafe and secure later because they don't want to commit to something that they don't know is going to upset the person that, that they told about their commitment and all that stuff. So everything is about safety. So they hem and haw, sit on the fence, you know, wait until you make a decision before they decide to tell you their decision. 
because they don't want to decide something that you're not going to like because then they might not, you might not want to take care of them and they worry. Just, just like that. They're indirect, which, which also blows their mind because we're direct, right? And uh, they, we wonder what we're saying because they think we're indirect. So what, what did he really mean by what he said? They're in, indirect shit. Yeah. Say that again? You said indirect. It's like, yeah, I remember some of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, when they overanalyze it, when they like, if their brain is eating them alive, it's because they think we're indirect. They're trying to figure out what we really mean. Didn't you hear what I said? <laughs> we talk the way we hunt. We go straight for it. Come on, cut it out. But they don't know that. So that's not how they are. Um, next, women are givers, men are takers. Women will give, 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 but they're not necessarily generous. They give to protect themselves. They give out of obligation. And sometimes they give out of some expression of love, but mostly they give to protect themselves so they can be a good relationship partner to everybody in their life. So if anything ever happened to them, they've got people that will take care of them because they created relationships. That's why relationships are so big to women because they need relationships to guarantee their own safety. In the old days, if a woman's husband went out, or a man went out to go buy, you know, get a, get a deer and they got eaten by a lion, you know, if she didn't make friends, she'd be all alone. So she got to make friends in case her husband doesn't make it anymore. Somebody got to help take care of her. And so that's the women are so committed to, like, being in a relationship. So they give as a part of taking care of the relationship, not necessarily because they're generous. Now, men are takers because that's how we accomplish stuff. We've got to take it. You know, we take, you know, uh, you know, sales. We take, you know, territory. Men are takers. And women like us as takers because they like it when we take them. That's what they sit around and, why isn't he talking to me? They don't. They don't reach out to men. They think that that's our job because men are takers. But they don't see it as takers. They see if he really wanted me, he would come and get me. But that's that's the mindset of a taker. Now we're takers, but we're generous because we take so that we can give to the people in our life. But we are takers. We take. <laughs> I also take this. We do. That's just that's what hunters do. Hunters. Take lives, take food, take stuff. That's what we do. We take. Take our time, we take. You know, we'll give, but you know, for us to be able to give, we have to be able to take. So we have something to give. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Women love it when we take them. That's what they call romance. Oh, he swept me off his feet. Swept me off my feet. <clears throat> By the way, if you pick up a woman, like sweep her off her feet, literally, um, and she's, you know, attracted to you, the chances are uh, you just made her pussy squirm. Here's why. Yes. Because you pick her up off her feet, you know, there's a, you know, it's like if you're on a roller coaster, you know, your heart, you know, there's, a, there's an impact on your heart, you know, like you, mm-hmm. you're like um, swept up, so to speak, emotionally. You know, it's like a, a pleasant shock. <laughs> right? You know, um, it's a pleasurable rush, emotional rush. 
but it goes from their heart to their vagina. It goes from their head to their heart or from their heart in both directions, up and down. <laughs> but you pick a woman up off her feet, um, you know, and do it, like, romantically, do it out of love, she'll be, like, you know, taken. She'll feel so honored that you took her. Um, and um, it will have a, a direct effect on the vagina, bro. It'll, it'll start having that pussy squirm and it will get wet, bro. So pick her up every once in a while, man, you know. You know, if it works for you, it makes sense. You don't have to, but man, that shit works. Yeah. So, all right. So uh, let's see here. Yeah, with takers, um, women are enchanters. Men are protectors. Um, women use their magic on us. Um, you know, sometimes they think they're kind on us or sweet-talking us, when, and, and sometimes they are. But they have the ability to do that. Rather than being a brick wall, they're more like perfume or oxygen. You know, a brick wall can't protect from oxygen. You can still breathe inside of a, a completely uh, locked-in brick wall because oxygen can get through the, through the brick. That's women. You know, they see us and they try to be a brick wall. They wasted their damn time. They should be oxygen instead, you know. Yeah. But. You know, they they don't know that. and But the women that do are very powerful because they just use their feminine wiles, as it's called, get what they want. And then they do it in such a way that the guy doesn't even know she's controlling him because she's got his her magic spell on him. And uh, he's happy because he's feeling successful, and she's happy because she's getting her to do everything she wants him to do, and that's how really good relations work. Well, that's one way, you know. Um and then the last thing is that women are undisciplined and men are disciplined. Women can't do nothing that they don't feel like doing. They just can't. They don't feel like it. The emotions are too dominant for them, you know. Um, and so they will um, cave in, change their mind, or do all kind of swirly stuff because they don't have the discipline to do what they say they're going to do, uh, even if they don't feel like it. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, they have the capacity to do that, um, to operate with integrity, <clears throat> but it doesn't necessarily improve their um, uh, improve their uh, ability to be disciplined. <laughs> they just now they lean in on integrity, not discipline. Whereas men are disciplined. You know, even even without integrity, we're going to do what we need to do. You know, we're in the field. You know, we're going to protect. We're going to hunt. We're going to do whatever we need to do. Because we said so, not not like an integrity. I got to honor my word, but like you know, I'm focused enough to just do what I got to do. We'll work a job, you know, and take care of the family without you know without question. We may not like it, but we know it's what we need to do. So we'll stick to the game plan. You know, um, we don't change our minds anywhere near as much as women do. Um, for example, um, all right. So that's ten. So now we're gonna now. <laughs> Now we can go into the next one. Um, so uh, first is that women cheer, men promote. So women are a great pat, patter on the backers. Women are cheerleaders. That's why you see them dancing around in sports events because they cheer. And they will, emp- will empower you. They will pat you on the back and all of that stuff. But what they don't do is promote you to anybody else. So women are cheerleaders, but they won't say, hey, let me introduce you to somebody else. You're so good. I need to do that. 
That's not how they're wired. It's not that they're not capable of it. They don't think from that. Like, he is so great. He, 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 he. Wow, it's amazing. And they're sitting there basking in the, in the uh, basking the, you know, the uh, the rays of your limelight, you know, or whatever. Whereas men will be like, yo, man, that shit was good, bro, yo. I got to set you up over here. You need to do this. So let me introduce you to <laughs> When we get impressed, we don't, we don't just cheer. We promote. They ain't promoting them. They will cheerlead. You know, I remember. Uh, uh, I remember what what movie it was. This Eddie Murphy movie, and uh, he was playing like five or six characters, including the fat guy. Yeah. Uh, right. And uh, anyhow, he's in there, and you know, one of his characters was like a mother, and uh, the young son um, was fat as hell, and so she was. <laughs> Yeah, Hercules, Hercules, right. That would be a woman would do that. Her, you know, a guy would be like, yo, man, let's go to the gym, man, or, or, you know, let me introduce you to, you know, a promoter, right? But she's like, Hercules, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> that shit was funny, too. <laughs> but that's what women will do. They're not going to do anything beyond Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. They're not doing anything beyond that. It's not. They only think to do it. They don't come to them, you know. We, we promote. Uh, next, women are lazy, men are relentless. You know, I always got a problem with that one because I still I got I still haven't quite got that settled. But when it comes to re- relationships, women are lazy because they wait for us to do everything because they feel like why should I do everything? And they, even though they ain't doing everything, you know. So like I, I was just recently you know working with a couple of ladies on a, on a program I've got called Happily Ever After, which I was going to tell you about anyhow, um, and. You know, talking to them about what they need to do in the relationship in order to make it work. And they're like, we got to do everything. I'm like, will you get out of here with that? You know, because they're, they're responsible and accountable for the emotional space of the, of the relationship because they're the one with more skill, more experience, and more desire for it to work. So you might as well work on a part you want to work on, you know, if you want to work it right. And so um, what happens, though, is when women get lazy around how to manage the relationship. And so they get resentful, and then they take their love away, and then we feel like a failure, and then we go back to work because we figure it, man, you know, we, we can't even fake romance because we're too busy trying to make up for the loss called, you know, they think we suck. Ain't no romance available in that place. But then they get mad at us for not doing this. So they're not, they're not going to focus on uh, what they can do to make the relationship work. They're too busy making us wrong because they think they've already done everything already. So I'm going to sit down and relax. And if you ain't going to do that, then fuck you. I'm going to go do whatever I'm going to do. You know, but they think that they're being resentful when it's really like they're lazy. They won't make sure that the relationship is working. Even if they're doing stuff, they won't go out of their way to make sure that the relationship is working. They will go out of their way to... Uh, to hope that the relationship is working and ask you to make the relationship work, but they're not going to necessarily work hard to make the relationship work. They want you to make the relationship work because, hey, you know, you're a taker, you know, my hero, you know, I need you to make me feel safe and secure. And they forget or don't know or, or never learn that they need to take care of us emotionally in order for us to be able to take care of the rest of them. And if they do it too many times in a row and they don't think it's working, they will bail out. We can't bail out. 
we got to be relentless with bringing in the money, with protecting them, all of that stuff. We we can't take the time off. Matter of fact, when I'm talking to uh, um, men and women about, you know, how to deal with the relationship, you know, there's a concept that I have called who's in charge of what and who's in charge when, right? Who's in charge of what and when, really. And so the man is always in charge no matter what. He can never take time off. He can relax and let her do things, but, but when she's tired, he got to take back the wheel of the car, you know what I mean? And I tell that to women, they're like, oh, I like that so much. Because they, sometimes they want to do stuff, and sometimes they don't want to do shit. And, but we can't never stop. And so in the world of who's in charge of what and when, you know, women can be lazy, but men have to be relentless. Make sense? You have to be relentless. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, next is uh, women are non-committal, men are candid. So this is like communication style. Women won't commit. They'll be like, you know, you ask me what color are you like. Um, what color are you like? <laughs> they won't commit until they know you're committed to something. Yeah. Then they will tell you what it is because they don't want to feel safe and secure because they don't want you to be mad at them because then you'll leave them alone when they need you most. That's what they think. We, we're candid. We tell you what's going on. Here's what's up. A lot of times we don't even like to deal with our, our candidness. <laughs> that's, that's when guys start talking. That's when guys stop talking. And they can't handle us being candid, being straight, being direct. You know, then, you know, like that. <laughs> We, we just got to shut up after a while, you know. We can't handle it. You know, like Jack Nicholson, you can't handle the truth. So, um, yeah, they're noncommittal. Um, and, you know, we're candid. Um, that's our communication style. Uh, next. Um, women are mental. We may be rational, but women are mental, like intellectual, uh, whereas men are instinctive. When it comes to doing stuff, women get all mental. They overthink, overanalyze, eat their own brain alive, trying to figure out what did he mean by this, what did he mean by that. Women's brains never stop moving. I remember when I was married to Onik, and I told her this, you know, um, I was like, just looking at you is making me tired. Because I can see her brain is on high alert. Just steady, constant. I could feel it when she walks by. How much her brain was moving, man. It was, it was almost hilarious, man. And this is who? This was, this was Onik, my second wife. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, yeah. She, if you saw her, you would remember her because she was, she was around from the World Trade Center. She did Team uh, TMLP, Team One, and Team Two. You've seen her around. She was an introduction yeah. for a while. You've seen her around. You still know her by name. Uh, yeah, I saw her picture when you were when you said it comes in in front of a computer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, as soon as you said, it, I typed it in. I saw the face. It's like, yeah, I know that face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we had a rough eighteen months, but it, there was a lot of a lot of value came out of it. It just was a hard way to get that value, you know. But um, yeah, I used to watch her walk around the house sometime, and I'd be like, I get tired watching them. She ain't even doing yeah. nothing. I can feel her brain just like energizing the whole room. I'm like, damn, man, you, you, you think a lot. <laughs> you think too much, damn. 
Anyhow, um, <laughs> she's mental. When people, women are mental. They overthink, overanalyze. When they talk amongst themselves, they're, like, trying to figure stuff out. They don't actually necessarily figure anything out, but they try, or at least they talk about trying to figure stuff out. And what they end up doing is making each other feel better. <laughs> Ain't nothing happening. Yeah, it is making each other feel better and overthinking and understanding each other. In the meantime, men are instinctive. We don't even have to think. We just, like, do follow our gut and take action, you know. We operate instinctively, but they can't even operate because they go, they go get mental. It's crazy. Um, the next one is uh, women become unhinged. Men are poised. So what that looks like is in the middle of action, in the middle of activity, a woman could get become completely distracted, completely off her game, like permanently completely off her game. Whereas man is like, nope, I gotta stay right here. Even if I'm gonna die, I gotta stand here. Like we're poised under pressure for the most part. Way more so than women. Even the guys that's not all that poised, they still got more uh steadiness to them than than, you know, that. The typical woman has so, yeah. We we have to remain poised. We gotta we gotta hold ground. We gotta stabilize the thing for them because, you know, something happens and they'll just go and cry. You know, they can't do nothing that their feelings won't let them do. You know, so they'll either be scared or cry or complain or something. You know, make sense? Yeah. You, you know, is there anything I said that did not make sense so far? It's funny how when I was in the midst of it, it didn't make sense. Now you're talking about it, it does. Yeah. You know, they're trying to make them safe and secure. Yeah. Oh, you break it up. Break it up. Uh, Where you at, man? You in an elevator or something? No, I'm... uh, I'm walking around the basement floor, but... Uh, I can hear you now. So what were you saying? Hello? Uh, If you can find a good spot, (laughs) that would be great. Basements are not always, you know, uh, mobile ready, you know. Um, I still want to hear what you got to say, but I think I'm going to keep it moving anyhow. So, but I definitely want to hear what you got to say, man. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, and, and the question for you is when, you, when you're ready, you know, just interrupt me and say, okay, I'm back or whatever. Um, I just want to hear where you're at. Um, but um, I will move on to number 16 because I just gave you 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Um, oops. Just lost you. Okay. I got it. Um, 
So what up, a microphone fiend addict as soon as I see one of these four MCs so they don't have to scream. I could not wait to take the mic going through with the test and let my melody play. Then I record suggest that I'm dropping bombs without their peace and calm. Any MC that disagree with me, wave they are. And I break. When I do break and I leave them broke, drop the mic when I finish and watch it smoke. Stand back. You want to rap all of that? Can wait. I won't push. I won't beat around the bush. I want to break upon those who are not supposed to. You might try, but you can't get close to because the number one competition is none. I measure with the heat that's made by sun, whether playing ball or bopping in the hall and just writing my name in graffiti on the wall. You shouldn't have told me you said you controlled me, so now a contest is what you owe me. Pull out your money, pull out your cut, pull up a chair, and I'm going to tear shit up. My name is Rocket Malar, and R A stands for Ross. Switch it around. I still comes out R, so easily will I D-M-C-E-E my repetition of words and check out my melodies. The basic treble is moist, scratching and cutting a voice, and when it's mine, it's with the rhyme, it's always choice. I wouldn't have came and said my name and run that same weak shit, putting blurs and slurs and words that don't fit in a rhyme. Always time on the microphone. I take this most serious than just the ball. Right from party to party, backyard to yard, I tear it up, y'all, and bless the mics for the gods. That's uh, check out my melody, Eric B and Rockette. Just saying, till you come back, I don't want you to have too much silence on the phone here. So, you know, I'm dropping it. The rhyme is bugging at the same time sharp. I can swing off anything, even the swing ring of a harp. So turn it on and start rocking mine. No introduction till I finish dropping signs. No interruption. When I approach, I exercise like a coach using a melody and add numerous notes. And when the mic and the R-A-K-I-M is attached like a match, I will strike again. Rhymes are poetically kept in alphabetical step, put in an order to proceed with the momentum, except I say one rhyme out of order, a longer rhyme, shorter applaud. But don't stop the tape recorder. Check out my melody. Check out my melody. Check out my melody. Man, too much space there, bro. I'm sorry. I'm dropping it on you. Hope you're laughing while I'm listening listening to this. I'm not a regular competitor, first rhyme, editor, melody, arranger, poet, etc., extra advanced, the grand finale like bonus. I am the man that called the microphonist with wisdom, which means wise words being spoken. Too many at one time, watch the mic start smoking. I came to express the rap I manifest, and in my way, and I veto other words protest. MCs that want to be dis... Gonna, oh, oops. MCs that wanna be vissed, they gonna be dissed if they don't get from in front of all they can go get is me a glass of moet, a hard time sipping juice or watch a smooth poet. I'll take seven MCs, put them in a line, and add seven more brothers who think they can rhyme and it'll take seven more before I go for mine that is twenty one MCs and I'm at the same time. Yeah, I went to the basement. I can hear you just fine. You couldn't hear me. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyhow, um, I was uh, uh, entertainment on your recording. So when you listen to this recording, you should be uh, uh thoroughly entertained. Well, the, what I was let me see, let me see what they're gonna say. Because what I was saying when when you lost me, yeah, was. There's things that didn't make sense to me when I was on a date with a lady. 
And now that you say what you're saying, now it does make sense. Yeah. You know, and like as far as communication, different communication. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, wait a second, she's saying one thing or trying to explain or say something, and I'm like, what the hell? Why don't you, why don't you instead of instead of trying to say where you're standing, if you can see me, why don't you just come to me? Because I can't see you where you are. Right. I'm standing underneath this one billboard that says, uh, what was the name? I forgot. I saw this new cartoon movie that came out. Something okay. with a chance with a chance of chance of meatballs, something like that. Okay. That's the oh. movie. That's something. Yeah, yeah. Um, cloudy uh, with a chance of meatballs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that movie was coming out, and it was a big billboard. Yeah. And she called me up on the phone. She was like, "I can see you." Like, "Oh, okay. I can't see you. Where are you? I'm underneath the billboard." Yes. Huh? Okay. Yeah. You can see me, but I still can't see you. So why don't you come over here? I'm standing Please. under. She, 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 she can see me. I can't see her. So why don't you just come over here? I'm yeah. standing underneath there. Look, look to your left, look to your right, or whatever, whatever. And I couldn't see her in the crowd. Yeah. You know, once again, why don't you come, come over here? I'm over, I'm standing up. It's like, dang. Mm. You want me to come to you, but I don't know. I can't see you. <clears throat> Make it simple. Yeah. And then when she, when I finally find her, she's pissed. Mm. Yeah. Well, she's waiting, for, she's waiting for you to take her, man. Yeah, well, I couldn't see her, so I could. I got it. You know, I want to give her, give her a hug, hug hello. She didn't, she didn't hug. She put her forearm out. Mm. Like, oh, excuse me. Then, then after that, it seems like it was an uphill battle from there. Mm. Got it. Yeah, so, so I was trying to figure figure things out the whole time. Yeah. Instead, instead of enjoying it, I was in my head the whole time. Like, how the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I would have been concentrating on, okay, she's upset about that. How do I take that away or change her mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's, not a good, that's not a good sign when you go to hug someone to put their forearm in your chest. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said to you, man, you know, you understand women. You do a lot better, bro. But, you know, they already want to be with you, man, but then you miss all the cues and then they throw you away, bro. That's what's happening, man. And it's happened mm-hmm. way too many times. So that's why I'm like, yo, let me help you out, man. Come on. All right. Um, so um, uh, we're on number 16 number, number 11 was women cheer, men promote number 12 yeah. is uh, women are lazy, men are relentless number 13 is that uh, women are non-committal, men are candid number 14 is women are mental and men are instinctive and number 15 is women are become unhinged men are poised 16. Women are sticklers. Men are relaxers. <laughs> so women will, are, will, are sticklers to what they want. They will pay, be pain in the ass, be all over you about what they want. They won't give up until they get it. How mm-hmm. you know, put the toilet seat down? You think they're ever going to stop saying that? Hell to the no. They're a stickler for detail. A stickler for keeping your word. A stickler, you could call them there. You could say that they're 
accountability holders, but it's really more like they're sticklers because they're not looking at it from an accountability standpoint. It's more of a make-wrong standpoint most of the time when they go there. But, you know, in any case, you know, they keep a track of you and what you're up to and what you did and what you didn't do, you know, uh, excuse me, what you're capable of, all of that. So they're still holding you to account. Whereas men, we be chilling, and we chill because we know we got a lot of stuff we got to do later, so we saving our uh, our energy. We're kind of like, how would you call it or call it? We're kind of like the... Uh, uh, screen savers, you know, screen? screen savers, like on a computer. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, like you know, we we be chilling until you need us, and then when we need us, we're gonna go. But you know, until then, we gonna chill. So, and it really doesn't matter the age. So you know, us being uh, relaxers pisses women off too because we just mind us getting some relaxers. Listen, the lioness don't give the king of the jungle no hard time. You know what I mean? He just chills out. She does everything. And, you know, when he really, really needs her, she, he's right there. Otherwise, she got that hand. So, um, you know, uh, we be relaxed. I was the shit out of them. It's almost nothing that bothers a woman more than watching a guy do nothing. Mm. <laughs> what? Next, number 17, women are warriors. They worry, 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 worry. Men are warriors. We will stand our ground until the end. Um, you know, we're, you know, literal war, war, worry, I mean, warriors out in the world. You know, we'll go to the police force. We'll go, you know, into war, you know. So we we've got warriors already as a part of us. Women love that part of us, but the, but they can't tell that a guy who was a relaxer is also wired to be a warrior. <laughs> mm. You know, because um, just because a guy chills don't mean he can't you know kick ass like for real. So. Um, yeah, we're warriors. I don't think I need to explain that to you very much, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're, you're, that part's clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the sticklers part? The sticklers part, like they're sticklers, right? Naggers, you know, like never leave you the fuck alone until you get it, right? That's right. You've never been married, right? Never been married, no. I know I was with someone for eight years, and, yeah. um, and sometimes she was. But most of the relationship was about me trying to make sure she was okay. Uh-huh. Um, I would I would call it um, I'll call it a codependent type of yeah. relationship. All right. And All right. you know she was she was a recovering alcoholic. Mm. Well, pr- prior to that she was a practicing alcoholic, but I never saw the alcohol because she hit it all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was always too busy trying to make sure she was okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so a lot of energy was spent on. Making sure she was okay, you know, and and I didn't spend much energy taking care of me. Yeah. So at the end of the relationship, I was pretty much spent, and she was all full of energy and ready to go. Uh, you know, and she wound up uh, meeting someone two weeks later and married him like six, seven months later. Well, one thing I found, hold your thought. One thing I found, and people, you're all muffled, dude. Oh, sorry about that. Is it better? Yeah, is that better? 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I've discovered, hold your thought, don't don't lose your thought. One of the things I've discovered is that with people going through challenges and, and they're in a relationship, by the time they overcome those challenges, the person that they were in were like there to help them get through the challenge, not there to stay. So a lot of times the person gets healed, they get out, and then they find somebody else that's a match for their new person, their new yeah. self. Right? So that's, I'm pretty sure that's what happened as far as she's concerned. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, once she got sober, once she got clean and sober, she, you know, uh, her, her because we're, we're basically still in college. Okay. And then afterwards, you know, I then graduated from college and kept going. Mm. You know, but it seemed like once her confidence level got up, yeah. all of a sudden she started finding all these things wrong with me. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> whoa, where, where, did, where did this come from? Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. When you so, got a clear head, all of a sudden you want to start picking on me, huh? Oh. All right. Uh-huh, I get it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about stickler, it's kind of hard to. Sometimes I just I just notice that she could be a stickler. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um. That's one of her ways of being, one of her practices, but that's not who she is. Overall, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that, but that, and that is with women, you know. If you know if a woman is nagging, that's her being a stickler, but that's a part of her personality. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's some women that that's their main part of their personality, but you know, that's a that's a part of everyone's personality being a stickler for details because they got to be that way, you know, with their husband. They got to be that way with their kids, you know, like like that. So, okay, all right, cool. All right, so uh, then we looked at uh, women are warriors, men are warriors. It's very obvious. Here's one that's not so obvious. Women are aggressive. Men are progressive. Mm. Um, do you have any idea what that would look like or what that means? Aggressive, like, um, I would say aggressive, maybe going towards something that they want. Or yeah. progressive is to have some kind of uh, advancement? Yeah, so, yeah, men are about advancing, moving forward. Women are aggressive because they want what they want. You know, it's funny. Um, I hardly ever tell anybody this, but in 1981, I think, uh, 81 or 82, or, it wasn't 1980. It was either 81 or 82. I was going to this business school um, on uh, 18th Street between 7 and 8. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, uh, most of the, 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 the attendants, the population was uh, one guy, five women. Yeah. I went in there, and, you know, at that time I was just learning that I could actually get laid. So I went in there and I was being a little bit of a loose cannon while I got there. But then after a while I started noticing how women were paying attention to me. And if I talked to one woman, you know, all the other women in the room, they would either look at me directly or give me the side eye. Well, not give me the side eye, but look at me out the side of their eye. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that they were paying attention to me. So what happened is while I was there during that time, I learned about how, you know, women uh, aggressively get guys' attention. How women are very aggressive. It's just indirect. So they'll put themselves in the right position that you have to walk past them. You know, they'll make hints. But women are extremely aggressive. I mean, women want to be with a man almost more than a man wants to be with a woman. 
And, um, you know, so they have to find ways to, um, how do I call it? They've got to find ways to uh, uh, get what they want without uh, committing to something that they can't protect themselves from. So they're very indirect, but also very aggressive. You know, they know who you are. They can see and feel who you are, you know, energetically from across the room, and they'll smile at you or they'll like cross your path on the way to the bathroom, you know, acting like it wasn't them. And it's cute. Yeah, but you've seen that before, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, yeah, that sucks, but whatever it is, what it is, you know. Um, so, yeah, so women are very aggressive and men are progressive. So we're about making, moving things forward. We're about getting better, doing a better job. You know, for them, stable, safe and secure is usually good enough for them. And they're very aggressive about staying safe and secure. So that's number 18. Number 19. Progressive. Huh? No, is it progressive or aggressive? That's right, kind of right. almost, almost like, you, go, you, go, you almost call it passive aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose um, uh, they would be passive aggressive, yes. Yeah, yeah. You, can, yeah. Oh, you could say that's passive aggressive. Um, but, they're, yeah, they're definitely aggressive. Women are fierce. And when they compete with each other, that's how you know how fierce they are. Watch women compete. Oh, yo, if if women were the ones starting the wars instead of us, yeah, I don't know if the humans would be still walking the planet, bro. Hmm. But uh, anyhow, be that as it may. Um, number 19, women are lovers. Men are relators. Women love, 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 love. Women generate love, produce love, think love, you know, want to give love, give, give love. The women are all about, I love you and I want you to feel loved and you should love what you're doing. Well, not about the love what you're doing part. But how women relate to people is through love, by being loving or not being loving. Whereas how we relate to people is we relate to them from relatedness. We want to know you and get to understand you more so than we want to fall in love with you because we think you're great or whatever else that women are thinking when they want us to, when they want to be, um, how do I call it, uh, when they want to get related. You know, women go straight to love. Where's this relationship going? You know, how do you really feel about me? Even though they won't ask that, they're thinking about that constantly, you know, like that. But we, we just want to get to know you because if we know you, then we like you because we're all about doing stuff and, uh, oh, yeah, um, I know we went to school and, you know, uh, learned, you know, math and, and reading, writing, everything, but, um, <laughs> yeah, um, um, you know, a woman's like, listen, I just want to, I just want to know that you love me, you know, this is about love because she's about feelings and emotions. We, we're about, about relatedness because we're about uh, rationalization, about progress, about producing results, about hunting, about getting solutions. So, you know, for us, if we're related to you, you know, that brings us closer. We're, we're more committed to that. Um, relators know, as opposed to, relators as opposed to a lover, loving. Right, right, lovers. So, for example, a player will get related to a woman who's over there trying to get him to fall in love with her. <laughs> mm-hmm. He ain't falling in love with her. He's just getting related enough for her to want to be with him. To a woman 
you know, she sees relatedness and she will experience it as lovingness because that's where her focus is, that's where her brain is at. And if you are related to her, she she loves that. We'll fall in love. Um, you know, whereas whereas, whereas us as men got to be taught about love usually from women. You know. Um, yeah. Anyhow, I'll just leave it there. Uh, any yeah, questions? Okay. This that's funny. What's that? Um, relators and lovers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, guys be, you know, standoffish. We don't be like, oh, in love. We fall in love and drop a hat. Mm-hmm. Takes a little something for us to fall in love, you know? Yeah. Right? You know, where's this relationship going? Uh, I don't know. Uh, don't know. We're going to Walmart? We're going shopping? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I never thought about it like that. Right, because they're thinking about it like that, and we ain't. Because we just, we just happy that we have a we're, that we're related. You know, that we have some relatedness. Yo, man, what's up? Mm-hmm. Just hugs and hand pounds, fist bumps. Like that's us. You know, they're like, you know, he's having, I'm having his babies. Yay! Crazy man. Um, yeah, so they're all about love, 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 love. They're lovers. You know, they want their kids to love them. You know, they want. You know, they want love, and they, they're willing to give it. It's just that the definitions of a child we create. But anyhow, mm-hmm. uh, women are lovers. They're all about love, 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 and we are about, like, but Making a connection. Yeah, yes. Excellent choice of words. Yeah, making we're a about, connection. Yeah, we're about connecting. They're about the feelings about it, the connection. Which is why they actually run relationships for the most part, because they understand and know how to connect and create the the, the emotions beyond the connection. They know how to enhance the connections that we would normally make. Awesome, I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Last number twenty. Women are praisers. They will praise you, um, but we acknowledge. You know, it's sort of like the cheerleader, you know, slash uh, promoter. But where a woman would praise a man, you did such a great job. A man would be like, I acknowledge you for this, for that, for the other. (laughs) We're more likely to be specific in our praise such that you get the experience of being acknowledged. So it sounds sounds like something like Games of Throny. Like, like how the men would be. That was a good job, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know it, man, but, but drop it on me. Come on. I've never seen Game of Thrones, man. Game of Thrones, well, you know, it's it's very, uh, you know, it's, it's a timepiece, supposedly, like, hundreds of years ago. Yes. You know, all these people were, there's seven seven kingdoms, and they're all fighting against each other. Yeah. You know, and then when someone does a great job, that instead of saying, you know, I acknowledge you know that like yeah, good. they do like the almost animalistic barbarian. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy yeah. show. Yeah, I know. But listen, I see so many posts, so many articles, so many headlines, so many you know tidbits on Game of Thrones, man. I, I know it's got to yeah. be very entertaining, man. So, but I, I don't watch TV almost never anymore. If I watch TV, I stop learning because TV just 
takes my time up, and I'm committed to learning and getting better. So I don't really yeah. stick to that. But I will read articles about politics and business all day long. People, you know, like like that relationships, people, and you know, politics especially. Politics is like the biggest relationship conversation I find myself learning about. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, women uh, praise Hercules. Hercules. It's kind of yeah. to me, but it's it's like you know uh, they'll publicly praise you. Whereas a man will do more than just say you're great. They will tell you why they think you're great. But what you did was, uh, you know, outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, you know, if they, if she's going to praise you, she's going to say, you're, just, you're such a good friend. Or, you know, I like what you did. That was so great. But not why it was great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hopefully those... 20 differences I just told you about. I'll email it to you this morning. Okay. Hopefully, they, hopefully those 20 will um, help you to see what's going on with a woman where she can't even tell you what's going on for herself, you know. Yeah. You know, and then uh, I, I figured, you know, given your um, uh, desire to be in a serious relationship, and given the fact that you know you don't know how to keep women from chasing you down or being around you, you don't know how to you don't know how to have women stop saying yes to you. You just don't know how to keep them saying yes. Mm-hmm. You're really good at getting them, getting their attention, getting something started, you know, like that. But you know, you got this this series of blind spots in the way uh, keeps it from from uh, you know expanding. So um, you know, it's my it's my. Um, Thank you, you know, uh, for taking care of me so many times, and you know, okay. I really, you know, I really want you to be able to get this because you can get this, man. You know, you'll be having to be out of your hand as a fan, man. So, so that's what's up, man. Anything you want to say when you get out of this? Is it what? Uh, you was about to say something. Go for it. Oh, is this part? Is this part also still being recorded? Yes. Okay, so we'll make sure. I know we got cut off and all that. Yeah, no, you got cut off, but I'm still on, so. Oh. Yeah. I never, I never hung up, so. Okay, oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I hit, you with, I hit you with a rap song while you was away, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So you'll hear it on the recording. That'll be the time when you were gone. So I didn't want you to have, like, you know, have a long minute of silence, you know. Hmm. Yes, I guess you can't put myself back into a spot where there's reception because it's all of a sudden just went. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. So uh, you know, so that that's it. You know, I knew it was going to be one or two sessions, and you know, use a quick learner. So, uh, you know, I could use I could use language that makes sense to you and all of that stuff. So, all right. So now after session two, you know, uh, what are you um, feeling or getting out of this here uh, situation here? What are you getting out of this? What are you walking away with? Let me hear it. Well, it's just that there's the differences. And it's like, I guess the, like, once again, I keep coming back to hearing a, a hearing the differences. They all they all want to make feel feel safe with you. Yeah. And they all want to feel safe with you. They all want to feel safe with you. <clears throat> and I guess that the part that maybe it's just my assumption. It seems like they are safe. Seems like they are comfortable. Mm. So it seems, and then they're gone. Yeah. You know, um, 
there's a couple of them that, that remember going out with it. They didn't just seem safe within themselves, period. So everything from, from the very, hello, how are you, was an up, uphill uphill battle trying to have things, have things be calm with them so you can at least talk to them, so you can at least relate to them, so you can at least see what they like, you know. But, um, I guess the, the the thing is too is trying to hear what they the, you're trying to hear what they can't say. Yeah, yeah. Because here's one of the challenges. This this is this is good that you said that. Trying to hear what they can't say. They don't know that they're not saying it, and they don't know that they can't say it. Yeah. Because they're saying it in a way that another woman, a friend of theirs, would be listening to them, and their friend would get it 100. Mm-hmm. percent They're speaking in their world. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. You know what I'm saying? Well, and they, they're speaking Venusian, wonder why this Martian can't get it. Well, the thing, I'll, I'll use like Monique as an example. Yeah. Right? I didn't find out until after the date that okay, I was, I, usually I take the bus. It takes me 20 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. If, if even 20 minutes, because it's only like five or six stops and you're there. Yeah. And there was a lot of traffic, so I showed up like 20 minutes late. And I, yeah. I let her know. I called her up, let her know, you know, we're on the bus, we're, we're stuck in traffic here on the on the bridge. <clears throat> anyway. But um, what I didn't know till the thing a day or two after when we spoke on the phone is that she wanted to tour the tour the stadium before the game began. Okay. I didn't know that. I did not know that at all. Yeah. She didn't say she didn't say it ahead of time. I didn't know. Yeah. And if she had, if she said she wanted to tour the stadium, I probably would have left an hour early mm. instead of 30 minutes early. Mm. Well, so, so, so that's, that's the tough part, you know, having to, would love doing that to, to make her act. Because I've already toured the stadium. It's beautiful. Yeah. However, doing something for her to make her feel good and have her have, have a good night, I would have loved to have done that. Just yeah. say something. Yeah. The communication part is just completely different. Like yeah. there's there was an expectation of me that I didn't even know was there. Yeah. You know, so All right. huh. so let me let me uh, let me give you um the eight domains of dating. There's eight domains. Like date areas that you wanna deal with and, and if you could at least use three of them together on, on a date, yeah. you're in you're in like Flynn, bro. Mm. Um the basis of it is that um, women want to communicate, men want to do. So you got to do things that both allow for communication and for doing, so that they can do something with you and experience doing with you, and then you can talk with them and they experience you communicating with them, right? So um, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I don't, I don't know if I want, I don't want to go looking. I'm, hopefully, I can still remember. But so those eight domains are um, activities. Um, events, um, communication, um, uh, so like uh, so for example, uh, an activity would be bowling. An event would be um, going to a concert. Um, communication would be sitting down eating, probably sitting down over dinner, probably eating. You know, like eating is like both doing something. You know, it's an activity as well as communication, but it's a 
to us for dating purposes is a communication based activity, right? Um, uh, entertainment, um, no, um, um, an activity would be doing something. Is then I said, let me see. I said, uh, I said activities, communication, events, um, um, entertainment. Uh, entertainment would you know going to a movie or going to a concert that would be entertainment. Um, uh, mystery. Um, you know, mystery in, in the case, particularly dating, is most likely going to be romance. But um, you know, you got mystery there. Uh, you want to create uh, uh, chemistry, synergy, harmony. You know, where y'all like you know all on the same page around something. Hopefully, in, in, a, in a sexy, sexy domain. Um, what are the other two? Um, um, I don't remember. You, you heck, if you just stuck with those six, you'd be good, you know. So you yeah. want to use at least two or you want to at least do three of those in a date. Mix it up. Um, activity. Yeah. Uh, activity. Communication. Um, communication. Right. Uh, events. Mm-hmm. Entertainment. That's four. Mystery. Five. Um. All right, now I gotta go look it up. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm trying. You're, to three, you're only three away, man. You're only three away. Yeah, no, I know. I'm like, what the hell, you know? So let me uh, uh do this here. Okay. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> this will give you the foundation for um for killing it. Uh, as, a, as, a, as setting up dates. Mm. All right, so there's activities, communication. Oh, okay, I see what I missed. All right, communication, uh, um, uh, so inside of activities, you've got uh, events, you've got um, um, entertainment, like that. So, um, I'm just going to give you what I got on my list here. Uh, activities, communication, um, relatedness. You got to do stuff that you could, that you like, you both like. So you're creating relatedness out of the event um, when you're doing stuff together. But not, but it's not necessarily doing stuff together. It's like it's finding things in common. Relatedness. Um, uh, mystery. So, you know, women love a guy that they can trust but can't figure out. Mm. By the way, how you do that is really pretty simple. You be inconsistent with what you agree to. (laughs) But you honor your word when you agree to it. Mm. It's actually really simple. I don't need to agree You know, so but if I agree, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Yeah. But, so that's that's why it's like so fascinating. Uh, but it's simple. That's like gonna make it trust you, but they can't figure you out because they don't know what you're gonna say yes to. <laughs> yeah. It's not do they know if you're gonna do it or not. They don't know if you, what you're gonna say yes to. So um, activities, communication, relatedness, and mystery, um, fun. 
you got to put fun in there, whether it's humor or whatever. Um, and you got to put in congruency. So in other words, you know, something that's a representation of who you really are, consistent mm. with who you are, and also do your best to be create something that that will help her to either see or express who she really is, consistency with her with herself. So that you can actually more than understand with each other likes and dislikes, you can actually see who the person really is. Mm. So what do you got on your list? Because I was saying it's out of order. <laughs> Sorry. Are you writing this down or no? No, I'm listening. Um, no. Okay. When I listen to this, I'll just, then, I'll, then I'll write all this down, too. And I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll put it in the email. It's fine. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. It's like when you're talking you know, and then you're explaining like activities and all that. Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, let's say if I were to you know, have a date today, if, you know, like what what different things could I do? You know, how am I gonna find something that maybe she likes and I like? Right. So there's a there's a there's a fun connection there. Instead right. of something, something instead of something that I want to do and have her come with. Yep, exactly. Um, where she's gonna enjoy being there. Yep. You got it. Yeah. Um. I think that, that that that's the simplest part that, that I can explain right that I can think of right now of how to say what I was thinking. Hmm. Okay. You know, finding something that both of us like because I know sometimes I have taken a date on something that I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally got it. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. So anyhow, um. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. All right, we're not going there. Um, yeah. So the last two are uh, relatedness and affinity is 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 um, similar, but not exactly. Yeah. So uh, so chemistry, affinity, relatedness, and congruency are different, but they're similar. So having chemistry is you know you turn you turn each other on. You know you want to create stuff. You want to do things that would bring out chemistry. So dancing would be something to do. It would also yeah. be an activity. But dancing would allow for chemistry to show up, you know. But you won't necessarily get related through dancing. You'd, get, you'd, you'd enjoy chemistry and be having fun, and it would be a great activity. But it's not necessarily um, something that's going to create affinity or relatedness. And then you got affinity, which is, you know, I like, we like the same things, um, but that's not necessarily congruency, because congruency is, you know, what's true for you. And then relatedness is I understand you. We like a lot of the same things, but I understand you. I'm related to you. Like, I've been there, kind of like. So it's four different like aspects, and I'll send it to you. But these are the things you want to be putting on your checklist to create, to see if you could set up dates that provide this in there. Mm. 
So I'll add that, you know, to to uh, what we're doing here. So yeah, a little extra bonus there, my brother. Because mm-hmm. you know, you you deserve to win, man. And and you know, when you finally do figure it out, and you get the woman that, that you know that, that you really want to keep around, rather than she's just the one that keeps listening to you, yeah. then uh, you'll be a happy mofo. And uh, you know, I want to be at the wedding. <laughs> so. Right. So. Um, that's all I got. Any uh, any final questions or comments? Mm-hmm. Can't think of any. I can't think of anything right now. So I know. Um, I don't know. Would you mind if I call you or text message you if I do? Yeah, no, not at all. Doesn't mind at all. I want you to know that I've got a couple other programs that I could offer you. Don't know if you need them right this minute, but I want to let you know that I have them in the event that you do. So. Uh, one of the programs is called What Women Want from Men But Can't Tell Them, which this is actually a piece of. Uh, so I'd be happy to go over it again. We go through it quicker, but there's a lot more to it than that. And then there is a program I've created called um, uh, The Anatomy of Dating, which will take you through the nine steps to dating, which mm-hmm. this is not a part of, but I can add to it. Um, and then... Um, because it'll teach you the conversational spaces and the interactions in those conversational spaces of dating. And uh, the other thing that I have is called um, Happily Ever After, which is the five, the five things you need to know, uh, you need to deal with, the five biggest issues that happen in relationships and the six things you need to do to, uh, to dissolve them and have a great relationship, Happily Ever After. So I got a couple of programs. Right now I'm just thinking that, you know, you, you could use – um, you know, oh, just, just started. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. So if you need anything else, you know, holler at your boy and whatnot. We'll we'll talk. Yeah. So, all right, okay. Because I know with, with how I know what happens usually when I take courses or if I am in a conversation with someone the next day, sometimes things will pop up. Yeah, you know, I'll see something like like for example this week, just that one little diagram. Mm. You know, <laughs> the one guy goes in and gets pants and leaves. Yeah. And just the, those little subtle things you start seeing that really that I really didn't pay attention to before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cake. 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 Yeah, cake. Yeah, no, cake. cake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were both laughing at that. That was some funny shit, man. That was fucking yeah. like. So. Yeah, cake. look at this over here. Cake. cake. Look at that over there. Cake. <laughs> look at those pretty lights. Cake. Whatever. She even knew that's what we talked that that, that that Allison Armstrong talked about, and she still couldn't stop. It was hilarious, man. Yeah, it was part of her wiring. Yeah, that's why it was so funny. Yeah, it just was hilarious, man. So anyhow, yeah, man, right. I want you to win with women because women want you to win with them too, you know. Yeah. All right, that's it. I'll complete. Alrighty. I'll have this. Uh, listen, I'll I'll have this uploaded. If I don't have it uploaded today, it will be tomorrow because I know I'm going to be going out a little later, and I like to, you know. Anyhow, we'll, we'll, you'll get it. You'll get it no later than the end of tomorrow. It depends on how quickly you know uh, talks you can upload this. Um, so mm-hmm. you, right. you get it quick, all right? All right, all right. Yo, man, have a great weekend. You too, dude. Maybe yep. I'm, I'll, maybe I'll let you know I'll be going with you later on or not. All right, cool. And uh, by the way, anybody you think they can use some relationship advice, please send them my way. <laughs> sure. All right. Talk All to right. you. Yeah, With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.